thank you to Kenneth Copeland Ministries for sowing the airtime for this broadcast. There's enough power in every sick room and in every hospital room to raise up that sick one that may be describing you. You may be in a sick room. You may be in a hospital room. And I want to remind you, power is present. That power is there to do a work. Believe in what's present, not try to get something, but notice that he's already made it yours. It's present right where you're at. Say, I receive that power. I receive that power. I receive it right now. I receive it right now. From the top of my head. the top of my head. To the soles of my feet. The soles of my feet. Welcome to Jesus the Healer. We're so glad you've joined us today. Let's pray. Father, I thank you for your word. It's a lamp to our feet. It's a light to our path. And as we sit under the word today, Father, we believe you for answers. We believe you for words that bring heaven to earth. We believe you, Father, for changed lives. And we purpose to be doers and not just hearers but doers of the word because it's the doer that's blessed. And so we call ourselves blessed because we purpose to put your word in the lead of our life. We thank you, Father, that that word leads us into victory and success that's already ours. And we give you thanks for it. And everybody said... Amen. Amen. So we're glad you joined us today. I've got a studio audience here. I appreciate them being here with me today. Um, I I know for you, you're like me. You're thrilled with the Word. Aren't you thrilled with the Word? I mean, it's when you get thrilled with the Word that it works for you. When you're casual toward the Word, you'll let things slip. But when you're thrilled with the Word, uh, you're not putting anything else in front of it. You're keeping that Word foremost. We've been ministering along the lines and teaching along the lines of the renewed mind. And God dealt with me about going this direction for these episodes because everyone's got a mind that has to be dealt with. And guess what? You're the one that gets to deal with it. (laughs) Not only that, you're anointed to deal with it. You're empowered and you're equipped to deal with it. And uh, now God did something with our spirits. At the new birth, he gave us a new spirit. But we're the ones that have to do something with our body and our minds because we're custodians of our bodies and our minds. And he's given us the means whereby we can do something with our body and mind. And so we've been starting and using 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 7 as our golden text, so to speak. We see in this that... Um, Not only did God provide through Jesus all the blessings for our life, healing, prosperity, joy, peace, victory, but he provided a sound mind for us. That's part of our inheritance. Listen, don't leave that part unclaimed. You are not just sentenced to live in this earth just being pushed around and harassed mentally. We're to be in dominion, even in our thought life. And uh, by taking the word and renewing our minds with that word, we learn how to walk in dominion regarding our thought life. In 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 7, the King James translation says, as Paul wrote to Timothy, he said, For God has not given us the spirit of fear, 
but a power of love. Look at this and a sound mind. All these things belong to us, power or the authority, the love, the the love of God that will win every battle, right? That will turn fear out. Uh, but also a sound mind. It belongs to us. Yes. Let's not just live unaware of what's going on in our thought life, not floating around mentally, but we very purposefully, Amen. we only allow certain thoughts in, we only allow our mind to go certain directions. Right. And that is the thoughts of the word, the direction Amen. of the word. Amen. Amen. I like what the Amplified says about the mind. When it says a sound mind, the Amplified Classic says of a calm, well-balanced mind, discipline and self-controlled. So that lets us know that the mind God authored for us requires our participation to discipline it and to bring it under control. And it's not just by human willpower. We're authorized with the authority of the word to bring our thoughts into the flow of discipline. Amen. Because that's when we're going to have a thought life that's peaceful and calm and well-balanced. Amen. Um, Romans chapter 12 and verse 2. How, let me ask you this. If we're to discipline and bring our thoughts and have a self-controlled mind, how do we do that? Well, Romans chapter 12, verse 2 says, tells us how. Don't be conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of the mind. As we renew our mind, we come into a disciplined thought life. We come into a well-balanced thought life. We come into a calm flow mentally. Why? Because the Word not only shows us what faith does, it shows us how uh, how the renewed mind thinks. Amen. Amen. And so we have to make sure that we are renewing our minds. As long as people are going to think wrong, now I'm talking about Christians, Mm -hmm. as long as they're going to think wrong, the devil will take advantage of them. Amen. Amen. He can only, he can't take advantage of people who think right. Because people who think right don't put up with it. (laughs) They know what God's made theirs and they know that anything that God did not offer for them, they're not going to accept, permit, or cooperate with. And so when we think right, the devil cannot do anything he wants. Amen. Amen. He's got to, he's, he's counting on us thinking wrong so that he can get our, his way. Now we quoted in the previous episode, Hosea chapter four and verse six. And I want to revisit that briefly again. Hosea chapter four and verse six, it reads, my people are destroyed. What strong words that it doesn't say that the sinner, he says, my people, my people are destroyed. Is there anything that can destroy God's people? My people are destroyed for what? Lack of knowledge. Ignorance destroys us. Satan can never defeat us, but ignorance will destroy us. And uh, notice that the devil's not mentioned in this verse. (laughs) We cannot blame the devil for things. 
Now, don't misunderstand me. He's our enemy. I know that. I'm sober about that. I'm sober that he attacks. I know that he brings opposition and tests and trials against our life. But to the, to the mind that is renewed and think rights and thinks right, none of those strategies will work against us. That's right. Amen. Amen. Yes. And so God said, my people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. The word destroyed means cut off. Yeah. That we cut off the flow of the blessings of God when we don't think right. right. When we yeah. uh, are yeah. not operating in the knowledge of God. Amen. So what is, what is it that will defeat a believer? Ignorance. Yeah. Ignorance. Satan works through ignorance. And uh, he's counting on ignorance. He thrives on ignorance. He flourishes where ignorance lives. Yeah. Yes. His movement and his actions go unchallenged in the face of ignorance. That's right. Yes. But he's counting on ignorance, but God doesn't work through ignorance. That's right. Why? Because there's nothing ignorant in him. Yeah. That's right. he, he has all wisdom, yeah. all knowledge. Yes. So that's his flow. Yeah. That's where his power is conducted through. That's where his ability yes. is conducted is in the flow of wisdom and knowledge. Yeah. Yeah but not in ignorance. That's right. So to be in God's flow, we have to gain knowledge. Hallelujah. And Amen. thank God for his word yes. that offers us the thoughts of God, the knowledge of God. Yes. As we renew our minds with the word of God, we gain knowledge. Right. And that knowledge runs ignorance out. Hallelujah. Ignorance is a door greeter to the devil. Right. It holds the door wide open yeah. to the devil. Yeah. But as knowledge comes, knowledge slams that door. Hallelujah. And knowledge is the door greeter to God's power. Amen. The door greeter to God's ability, to That's God's powerful. blessings. So to receive what we need from God, now listen to this, to receive what we need from God, we have to gain knowledge of how He works. Amen. Yes. It's not enough to know that God's provided something. We have to know the way of cooperating with what He's provided. That's right. Amen. 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 And that knowledge comes through the word. Now, see, you can know that Jesus is a healer, but you have to know the ways that healing flows. That's right. What do you have to do? You Amen. see, you can know that, that prosperity he's provided, but we have to know the ways of prosperity. Yes. What's the ways of prosperity? That we think right, we speak right, we're generous, yes. we're givers. These Amen. things that the word teaches us. Yes. And so we don't, we're, that's not the message today in the sense of discussing those ways, but knowledge of the Word shows us the ways of God. Amen. 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 As our minds are renewed with the Word, that means as our minds think in line with the Word and take God's thoughts, as our minds are renewed, the devil is no longer a problem for us. Amen. The devil's only a problem to ignorance. That's right. It's not, he is not a problem to knowledge. For knowledge of the word reveals his utter defeat. That's right. Now listen to that. Yeah. Knowledge of the word reveals Satan's utter defeat. Amen. 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 Jesus spoiled yeah. principalities yeah. and powers. Yeah. He made a show of them openly. And the knowledge of the word reveals the utter defeat of the enemy. Now I want to, I want to real quickly go over to Hebrews chapter seven and verse 25. If you have a Bible there, read along with us, follow along with us. Hebrews chapter seven, 
verse 25. I want you to see something here. It says, wherefore Jesus is able also to save them to the uttermost that come unto God by him, seeing he, Jesus, ever liveth to make intercession for them. Now, what does that mean? One of the things is during this period, because see, you don't renew your mind overnight. Right. It's a process. That's right. It's a process. It's a process to run ignorance out. The more we gain knowledge, the less ignorance is, uh, is residing with us. So when we get born again, we're ignorant many times of any of, of what is ours in Christ. But as we learn who we are in Christ, that knowledge grows, then there's less room for ignorance. And ignorance is pushed out. And ignorance can be pushed out of our life. When we come into the flow of the renewed mind, and listen, it's something we have to do the rest of our lives. There's never a time we reach completion on that, on the earth. We, we're every day, that is the lifelong profession of the believer to renew our minds. Amen. Keep renewing, just keep renewing our minds and holding that renewed mind in place. Amen. But during the period when we, when we are in ignorance, you know, when someone is gaining knowledge, but they just have, and listen, we all only know in part. Yes. Sure. The word says we only know in part. That's, right. that's why, that's one of the reasons Jesus' intercession for us is so it's so valuable, so needed because during the period and the time of ignorance in our life, the time that uh, before our minds are further in this renewed state, we need the intercession of Jesus more because many times we strain our fellowship with the father when we're ignorant of his will. And it puts a strain on on us, and and uh, we say and we do things that are not in line with His will, but we have an intercessor. Yes. So don't, if I could say it this way, don't get overwhelmed at what you don't know. Yes. Know that what you don't know, Jesus will make up the difference. Yes. But that's no reason to stay in ignorance. That's right. As we're growing, and see, so many times the devil will, if I could say this, paint a bleak picture to people because they're so aware of what they don't know. And he'll try to insert defeat into their life based on what they don't know. If you will show God, I'm hungry for the word. I'm thrilled with the word and I'm a doer of what I do know. Don't get occupied with what you don't know. Just be mindful to put in place what you do know. And when you do everything you know, Amen. Jesus as our high and as our great intercessor yeah. will make up the difference. Yeah. Amen. 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 I remember years ago, um, oh my goodness, about 35 years ago or so, I hadn't been saved but a very short time. And uh, one night in falling asleep, I had uh, a dream. And in this dream, Satan appeared to me five times that night. I would wake up when he would appear, and every time I would fall back to sleep, there he would be again. Well, I was a baby Christian. I didn't know my authority. I didn't know to resist him. The Bible says, resist the devil and he'll flee. I didn't know that verse was in the Bible. Now, I was doing all I knew. You know, I was obeying God with all that I knew, but I was, if I could say this, I was occupying the seat of the unlearned. (laughs) 
And in that, the devil was taking advantage of that. And uh, I, I, I don't want to go into the whole testimony of that, but the enemy kept appearing to me. And you could sense his, you could sense his presence in the room tangibly. I mean, you see, the devil, the devil is a fearful being. And so when he is uh, moving, when he's active, moving, you can sense fear. That fear isn't yours, it's his you're sensing. That fear is him. That fear is not yours. He's a fearful, he is the most fearful being. And so when he comes in the room, you sense fear. That's not yours, that's his. And, uh, but I could sense that I was a baby Christian. I didn't understand. I didn't even, I, I, I didn't, I did not know how to deal with this experience that was going on. And so that happened five times that night. The fifth time that Satan appeared to me, all of a sudden, a face of my brother, I have two older brothers. The face of my brother appeared nose to nose and said this, intercession has been made, it's broken. And that was the end of it. I mean, all the fear left, no more harassing dream. It was all of, what was it? See, I didn't know how to take my authority and Jesus knew I didn't know. So as my great intercessor, he stepped in and he used the face of my earthly brother. Why? Because Jesus is a brother that sticks closer. He, he is one that sticks closer, a friend that sticks closer than a brother. So he used the face of my brother as depicting that he is my divine brother. And that's what I want you to know. Sometimes the enemy will try to frighten you with your own ignorance. He'll point out what you don't know. You don't understand. Listen, we're all at different stages of spiritual development and growth. So I just want you to be confident in this. Do what you do know. Walk in the light of the word that you do have. And what you don't know and the light you don't have, you have a big brother to fill in the gaps. And he's ever living to make intercession for you to make sure that what you don't know won't be your undoing. If you will walk in the light that you do know. Now, if we're going to be negligent and just treat the word as as optional, uh, then we're not likely going to receive as we should. He's not our great intercessor so that we can um, neglect our part. We, we need to show ourselves uh, to be students of the word, to be hungry. You know, uh, we're taught, we're taught to, to gain knowledge of the word. We're instructed to do that, that we to, we're to grow in the knowledge and the grace of God. But just know this, don't ever let the devil uh, push you down or make you fearful that because you don't know something, you're going to suffer. Just do what you do know. And God will bring you in to what you need to know. Amen. Amen. I trust God's faithfulness more than the devil's opposition. Amen. Amen. As our minds are renewed further and further, the devil is no longer a problem to us. Now, don't misunderstand me. I didn't say he doesn't attack. But I said his attacks don't work. Why? Because knowledge brings us also into skill as we're a doer of the word. As we 
occupy the seat of the learned. Mm -hmm. As we grow in our knowledge of the word, as we renew our minds with the word, know this, we are authorized to live as though we have no enemy. So many people are so aware of the devil. They're so mindful of the devil. They paint him big. The renewed mind keeps him as small and defeated as he is. The unrenewed mind paints him big and God little. But the renewed mind magnifies God and keeps the devil in his defeated place. Amen. We are authorized to live as though we have no enemy because he has been stripped and defeated. Yes, amen. Amen. Renewing the mind with the word and exercising our faith makes us an intelligent victor. Hallelujah. It makes us a skillful yes. victor. That's Listen, right. Jesus has made us master. Yes. We need to become masterful yes. with the mastery that he has made ours. Amen. 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 We are, we're not, no longer pushed around by the devil. No. And I don't care if you're a baby Christian, you have a right to say, even when you don't know all you need to know about or all that you will come to know about the word, you can know this, resist the devil and he'll flee. Every time, every time, every time. And so we, we remember that he is a defeated foe. And when we act on what we do know, we are an intelligent victor and we gain mastery. And as we practice, we gain more and more mastery. Why? Because Jesus has made us master over the devil. Now let's become skillful in that mastery. Amen. 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 Now, um, James chapter one. I w- now, as we were talking about in Romans 12 verse 2, Paul says, don't be conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of the mind. James chapter 1 and verse 21, just a portion of that scripture, I want you to see that. James 1 verse 21, James is writing to Christians and this is what he says, receive with meekness the engrafted word, which is able to to, look at this phrase, save your souls. Ah, listen to that. He's telling Christians that their souls still need to be saved. Now he's not talking about their spirit. They're born again. They are new creations in Christ Jesus, new creatures in Christ. But he's telling them, your souls aren't saved. What's that mean? Your minds aren't renewed. He's telling them, you need to renew their mi- your mind. Right. The soul it, it, it encompasses the mind. Mm-hmm. But notice this, this is just a different wording, but meaning the same thing. That's right. Amen. Receive with meekness mm-hmm. the engrafted word. Meekness, you're teachable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, you don't argue against something. Right. You realize you're not the know-it-all. That's right. <laughs> yeah. I'm meek. I'm a good student. I receive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's one thing that meekness does, it receives. It's easy to be led, you know? So receive with meekness. Don't think you know it all. Receive with meekness the engrafted word. Where's it got to get? It's got to get in your spirit and in your mind. Your your spirit needs the word, but your thoughts need the word. Your mind needs the word. He says, receive it engrafted. Not just, this word isn't visiting, it's engrafted. If we could say this, um, it's tattooed. Uh Yes. 
It's imprinted. It's engrafted on our spirits and on our thought life. And when it's engrafted and it's imprinted in the thought life, that means that you run everything through that. Every thought that comes, you run it through that. So James says, receive with meekness the engrafted word, which is able to save your souls. Then 3 John verse chapter 1 and verse 2, and John, his wording is this way. Beloved, I wish above all things that thou mayest prosper and be in health. Look at this phrase, even as your soul prospers. So Paul called it renewing the mind. James called it saving the soul. John called it the prospering of the soul. It's all the same thing. It's all the renewed mind. John is letting us know that you're going to prosper and be in health to the degree that your soul prospers or that your mind is renewed. So the further we renew our mind, the more health we enjoy. The further we renew our mind, the more prosperity we enjoy. We don't come into full manifestation of these things all at once. We grow into it as our minds come into, into, into line with God's word. Then greater health flows, the greater prosperity flows. And I tell you what, it doesn't have to be a long process. You can give an all out effort to the word and you will make quick progress, accelerated progress. So don't think this has to take years. Give an all out effort to the word and I guarantee you it'll show up in your health. It'll show up in your finances. It'll show up in your thought life. It'll show up in your mind. David in Psalm 23 and verse 1 He says this, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside the still waters. Look at the next phrase. He restores my soul. He's saying the same thing. How does God restore our soul? It says he restores our soul. How does he do that? As we feed on his word, his word restores our soul. His word brings it back to union with God, to thinking like God thinks. My goodness. I mean, this is thrilling, right? So Paul calls it the renewing of the mind. James calls it the saving of the soul. John calls it the prospering of the soul. David calls it the restoring of the soul. It's all the same thing. All throughout the word, we're instructed, do something with your thought life. Do something with your mind. Don't just let it float. Don't just accept any old thing. Discipline your thought life. Bring it into unity with God's Word. Bring God's Word into your way of thinking and make it your way of thinking. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. I I love something Paul said. He said, he talked about uh, how they received his gospel. He called the Word my gospel. (laughs) He made it a personal possession. Make the Word a personal possession to you. Amen. Engrafted into you. I don't know about you, but these things thrill me. Why? Because it brings us into the best life that God authored for us. We've been teaching out of this book, uh, A Sound Disciplined Mind. We want you to get your copy because these things will feed you into this direction and bless your life. So go to our website at DufresneMinistries.org and get your copy. And remember this, Jesus is the healer. To watch or listen to today's message and other messages by Nancy Dufresne, visit DufresneMinistries.org.
Please join us for our Dufresne Ministries Miracle Crusade in Fredonia, New York at Family Church Fredonia, August 14th through the 18th. Come expecting your miracle. For more information, visit our website at DufresneMinistries.org. If you need prayer, please call our prayer line. We have trained ministers on staff who are ready to agree with you for your miracle. We trust you've enjoyed this message. Visit us at DeframeMinistries.org to learn of our upcoming meetings, share your testimony, submit a prayer request, or visit our online store. Thank you to the friends and partners of Dufresne Ministries for making this production possible.